this time on Oda Fest Z, we have Nancy J and Angelo talking about nothing that happened this week. Nothing happened. Yes, a whole lot of nothing. Nothing at all happened in the world. And we were not going to talk about that nothing. But we will talk about... Nintendo Switch Pro Rumors. Yeah, I saw that leak, actually. I saw it, I think, on the same day it came out. I just randomly looked up, because I've been interested in a Switch Pro. Okay, uh, here's the thing. If you remember, eons ago, th- I, I think it was like three ago. or four years ago on the podcast, we were talking about the Switch before it was launched, and yeah. I was like, guys, the screen is tiny, the resolution is shit, the battery is small, they could fix all of this by creating a Switch XL. And I was like, Switch XL all day season 2018. I think I'm three years off. Yes. I I think I was just ahead of my time. Nintendo Nintendo likes to overbake. We've talked about this too. They like to overbake their uh, products uh, development cycle. But that's totally okay because they tend to get it more right than not. Arguably. 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 They get it it right enough to be the most... To be the best-selling console, it's correct enough uh, to be successful. <laughs> yes, to be not just successful, wildly successful. Let's uh, be straight but, here. Yeah. Like uh, Nintendo knows exactly what they are doing. They know that a console mm-hmm. is going to make money before they even have drawn the pictures of it. They 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 know what they're doing, except mm-hmm. for the Virtual Boy and the Wii U. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know what? Maybe Nintendo doesn't know what they're doing ever. But they know it enough. They they screw up less, uh, or just, just less enough. It could yeah. be one of those situations where you just keep lucking out just right. Mm-hmm. Maybe. And they've done it for over a hundred years. So, <laughs> so let's roll back and let's explain this leak. Uh, so mm-hmm. what happened was, as consoles now do, they have system updates. And uh, in the latest firmware update for the Nintendo Switch, some data miners were going through, and they found some information relating to something called a Switch Pro. And it's like, holy cow, that's not being sold yet. What what is all this about? And Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. the data gathered behind that, they know, like, the name of it, uh, what SOC is going to be in it. Apparently, it's going to be uh, an NVIDIA Tegra X1 Plus, and there's going to be an add-on chip, uh, uh, supposedly to support 4K. That is kind of crazy. Probably in console mode, like at home yes. mode, dock mode, whatever you want to call it. In the past, uh, the Nintendo Switch, like you've got your dock, you've got your console. But the thing about the dock is that it's really only a stand with a charging adapter. Uh, it doesn't have any smart internals to it, other also than true. telling the Switch that, yes, you're docked right now. And mm-hmm. In the past, the limitation has been, well, the Switch is only 720p when you've got handheld, but it's up to 1080p when it's docked. And, I mean, there's two real reasons because of that. It it saves battery power to have it running at a low resolution, but Mm -hmm. also it's only a 720p screen on the Switch itself, so why bother rendering the game at 1080p? It's just wasted resources. Right. But if that's true, that the, the dock is finally, like, a smart accessory... That's kind of interesting. The dock actually adding more to the Switch, finally, instead of being just a plastic stand with a charging adapter. It does make sense, honestly, to make it that way. Like, like why wouldn't you sort of... But it, it's interesting because, let's be honest, like, you know, from a consumer side or just a user side in general, like, I don't care what product or service it is, it's easy to be short-sighted and easy to be like, oh, like, they finally did it. Or, like, I can't believe they figured it out. It's like, no, they invest, like, millions of dollars and countless amount of time to develop a lot of these things. They knew that they were getting to this point. They just didn't know when and exactly how yet. So to say that to say that they they didn't figure out like they they just figured out the dock to be like a potential real accessory is a little disingenuous I think. Yeah, and I mean the okay so so the switch is obviously a piece of hardware, but there's a lot of software running it. There's firmware. There's actual software on it, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. It's really similar to how software development works. Usually what happens is the person who has imagined all of these requirements and these fancy marketing ideas has a really long roadmap. The problem mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. that you can't make it all at once. You have all of these really amazing ideas and amazing features yep. and amazing selling points, yes, but you can't re- you can't release all of them all at once. Yeah. So technology needs like, to evolve sometimes. That's one Nancy, yes. thing. Nancy, that's and sounding so what kind they of do, waterfall. We're we're agile it, in this shop. Oh, yeah. Because because what they do what is they usually <laughs> is they usually will say, "Okay, this is what we want. Now talk us back so we can have slices of different releases." And that's probably how the various incarnations of like the 3ds the ds all those things had like varying and very different generations and that's Mm -hmm. why they said at the end of this i would like to have a ds light that does all of these things but they started with the original ds then they had the ds light and then they had one more release after that whose name i can't remember the dsi that was the the dsi was like the original this is is what we want this is what we want now we want to pair it back so that we can release generations and stages and that's mm-hmm. probably what happened here and then they had the new and the new ds uh yes, the new 3DS. And the 3ds and all that stuff but it's all it's all like it, it has to be incremental obviously but anyway um i'm i'm looking forward to it what are the odds that you'll hmm? be able to buy it uh what are the odds they'll have stock about as realistic as getting your hands on a 30 X series Nvidia card. Like I I fully thought <laughs> some point this year getting a Switch would be a possibility. Are you still looking for one? I have been keeping an eye on things, but literally no store they're, ever has stock on them. They're not no, they I've seen I've seen stock. Do you want me to just let you know when I see one? Not really. Are you that not at this point? <laughs> not really. Oh, I'm not yeah. that interested. Fair enough. Especially yeah. if there's a better version coming out soon. I would, but like I, I would said, sooner wait for that. Well, soon is like I'm we're gonna say like October is my guess. Exactly. It's probably gonna be holidays. Maybe November or November or something. But I'm saying that I'm looking forward to this. I think a, a, a lot of us have been looking forward to something like this, not just for like 4K or whatever, but to have a more powerful handheld console is basically Nintendo's penultimate goal i think nowadays in the console market uh themselves so that aligns with user goals and like they want to outcompete pretty much anyone else in the market like you can talk about mobile gaming all you want but it's not the same thing no it's not even close and they've dominated that market for years it's like literally Mm. since game boy like the, the the only challenger i would say was maybe the vita and the vita has it's in its own respect it has a great library but it was never the same market share as it was never as highly adopted as a as a DS or or Game Boy or whatever you want to call it. So all that came down to cost, realistically. Cost cost was a big thing, but don't forget that like you need to like remember that the PS Vita was a very strong contender because it had strong hardware. It could link up to your uh, PlayStation. It was a very modern looking handheld. And it cost as much as a home console. Yes, I believe it was like about four, three or four hundred or something. If crazy. you compare it to the 3DS, uh, the PS Vita started at four hundred, and there was a version that was like five hundred or six hundred, something like that. The 3DS actually started ludicrously high at three hundred and fifty, but within a year it was down to two hundred and fifty. Yeah, and 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 it was still it was still justifiable because it had it, it was still backwards compatible with every DS game. The reality of uh, Nintendo's absolute console dominance is that they're consistently the cheapest console. Oh yeah, it's and and they're also and they're also fun. Wild, I know. Wild. They punch above their they punch above their weight in terms of value that you get out of a Nintendo console. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, if you compare in the past. their online features, while they sucked, you didn't have to pay for them like you did with Sony and Microsoft. It's true. Now, you have to pay you for do. them, but they're still quite a bit cheaper than Sony and Microsoft. Yep, they're quite a bit cheaper, plus it's a whole year versus like a monthly subscription or whatever. The console itself, if you can get one, is cheaper than Sony or Microsoft. And not only mm-hmm. that, 
you're not tied to your house like you are with Sony or Microsoft. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. And on top but... of that, the gaming experience, like you were saying, is better than what you can get on a phone. The closest yeah. thing that I would argue to the phone on a, on a mobile device that is even similar in quality would be something like Genshin Impact. And that is oh. very few and far between on, on mm-hmm. phone yeah. devices. And if you mm-hmm. want a phone that can actually freaking play it well enough, you're spending $1,000 on a phone. That's ludicrous. Right. It's, it doesn't I, compete. I've, I had a friend uh, who is deeply into the waifu uh, game Ooh. that they... Ooh. But they only had mobile, pretty much, because it's not. I don't think it's on Mac, and they can't play it on. No, it's Mac. not. So they, but they could play it on their iPhone, and they burnt out their iPhone. <laughs> wow. Ooh. Like not entirely, but like it, it, it's probably not like fully, fully damaged. But first of all, like it absolutely overheated, which means like every time you overheat something, you've already shaved off like who knows how much lifespan in the in the overall hardware in the components yeah yeah uh so yeah like that was that was a big thing so i convinced them to to like boot camp uh windows onto their mac just so they could keep on playing like i want the i want people to play games it's like a weird thing i'm like a gaming ambassador in that sense i'm like i always want people to play games i don't care what console well, or pc or whatever you want to play on, you're right? an enabler yeah because i felt because i yeah I'm, I'm definitely an enabler uh, I enable myself too, and <laughs> indeed, um, definitely. Like I, I was like, you can't just be playing this game on your phone forever because it's like I, I, I played it a little bit myself, and it's like it is not necessarily like super resource hungry, and it's actually quite impressive how well they've um, optimized across so many different platforms. It's not an easy task, but I can actually max it out on my PC. Uh, yeah. And I didn't realize for the longest time I was running it on low settings and I thought, hey, this is pretty good. I like the art style. And then I was like, wait yeah. a minute. I can set the render scale to 1.5. I can turn everything on. So I turned on everything except motion blur yeah. because fuck motion blur. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was running it and I was only using 70% of uh, my resources. And I was like, Jesus, nice. Jesus Christ, this game actually looks fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm looking forward to a Switch Pro. I will probably put down the money for it. I'll probably, I'm looking forward to like Breath of the Wild 2. I'm looking forward to Pokemon Snap 2. Oh, oh. and actually I heard that there's some, one of my, uh, probably my f- objectively sort of favorite Pokemon generation as opposed to like nostalgia, which is like still always like Gen 1, Gen 2 kind of stuff. Gen 4 of Pokemon, which is Pokemon Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum. Those are my favorite uh pokemon games again in the objective sense because i think they offer so much in the traditional pokemon game experience there's rumors that there's a remake for that coming out oh nice and i'm super looking forward to that like it's it's i've i've avoided are they gonna recolor it or are they just gonna like add i don't know remake or i really don't know i just like i i I haven't. Here's the thing. I haven't really invested in any of the Pokemon remakes in general. I haven't done mm-hmm. Let's Go. I haven't done. Uh, I, the last one I did was like Omega Ruby Sapphire, which is actually quite a yeah, while fair. ago now. Um. So yeah, I, I'm. I mean, why am I even buying computers if I can just buy a Switch Pro? Obviously. Honestly, <laughs> are you I... regretting your choice? No. Part of me wants to track down a copy of like Heart Gold and Soul Silver, just because Gold, Silver, and Crystal was absolutely my favorite Pokemon generation, for sure. Uh, solid, solid. At the same time, I feel like I would enjoy it more if I bought bought a replacement battery for my GBA and uh, replaced the save battery in my Pokemon Crystal cartridge. Did you have the uh, the backlight mod for your GBA? Uh, GBA SP. Is backlit oh. already? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it's also yes. tiny. It's technically yes. frontlit. It's it's not backlit. It's technically frontlit. Yeah, Nancy, you're right. It is. Nancy, if I could have any part of your body, it would be your hands. My ha- my itty bitty little hands. Because the GBA is so fucking tiny. My itty bitty tiny. It's little not hands. even like disappointing because there was a time. That small J could hold that thing without issue. I picked up a SP about uh, two years ago. Like, not bought it, but literally picked one up physically because I was thinking about buying one. 
And then I realized just how small it was, and I was like, I can't do it. So that's why I, <laughs> I, I have like a 3DS instead, because I don't know, it just works better that way. So I absolutely love, I absolutely love my GBASP because that is the first game console that I personally bought. Aw, that's always nice. I had my Game Boy Pocket, I had my Game Boy Color, I had my Game Boy Advance, and like right. my parents bought me all three of those because let's be real, I was a fucking 10 year old. Right. Uh, the Game Boy Advance was actually fantastic because it was so wide. Wide. But the problem wide. with it was that the left and right buttons, they would get dust under them and they would stop working. And because the oh, freaking no. screwdriver oh, that's that Nintendo real. uses. That's weird. Yeah. Is a proprietary screwdriver? Yeah. It's like the, the little tri-wing yeah. one, right? Yeah. And so the Game Boy Advance SP was coming out. And because my Game Boy Advance barely worked, I didn't actually realize what the problem was until I, years later, just brute forced opening it. It had a. It was the first Game Boy with a rechargeable battery. It was the first Game Boy yep. with a with a, a lighted back, screen. Yep. Not backlight. Back technically frontlit. I guess yeah, frontlit yeah. technically. But uh, uh, it was amazing, and it was the yep. first one. Like I saved up my like summer job money, some Christmas money. There was like seven months worth of just random yep. cash that I'd scraped together, and I bought it on a vacation and- on a road trip to uh, to Halifax. And nice. don't forget, don't forget, and it is honestly, I ha- like I argue that the Game Boy Advance is maybe one of like like Game Boy Advance straight up the best Game SP. Boy, not just one of the best Game Boys. It's actually one of the best consoles of all time because it had some of the most amazing games. It's not just about those games. It was still backwards compatible with every game before it. You yes. could still play color games. You could still play old Game Boy games. It had literally three or four generations of handheld gaming on it, and mm-hmm. all and so many like it was it was literally amazing. You had a catalog mm-hmm. of about uh, twelve to fifteen years worth of games that you could play on it. Mm-hmm. And of course, not so, every game is amazing, but mm-hmm. so many games are amazing. So therefore, great. Oh, if you look over a decade of games, there's going to be shitty games and there's going to be mind-blowingly good games. Sorry, Nance, what were you saying? uh, My first actual mobile handheld gaming device was actually a DS Lite. I didn't have ones before then. But but I borrowed them a lot. I borrowed a lot of like, well, I borrowed my aunt's uh, Game Boy, like original Game Boy, a lot. And then I never had... A GBA or an SP, right? Like you know, at ready at ready disposal. Um, right. But like, I bought myself a DS Lite, and oh, um, I I loved the heck out of that thing. A DS. So I want. I'm gonna go ahead and say a DS Lite is in a very similar category because while it can't play the old old games, it could still play Game Boy Advance games. Yeah. Plus, I remember how amazing Street Pass was. Oh, yeah. There was a while. Was so there was a while where Street Pass was the shit. It was and, just so fun. And and obviously we live in the con, like we we live in like sort of the con hemisphere, um, even back then. And so you bring it to a con, and people were checking their three D, uh, their DSs. Sorry, I, was, yeah. I always want to say three DS because I that's what I own still. Um, and that's I the thing that separates the three DS from the uh, from the DS. Is that the Are DS? You? What is arguably still better because of the backwards compatibility, and there's like certain things that they were able to that were able to achieve with that tiny piece of hardware is amazing. The 3DS is fantastic hardware-wise, but it doesn't mm-hmm. quite match in terms of just like I don't know, like like a certain so 3D like was raw analog ability. Yeah. Yes, I actually, I have actually wanted a 2DS for a long time, except the 2DS that they built that was actually the clamshell 2DS, like the style that I wanted. Yeah. The, quali- mm-hmm. the build quality actually sucks. It's Ooh. they didn't they 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 changed it for some reason. The build quality on the 2DS, like the fucking axe head wedge shaped cheese shaped 2DS, is actually yeah. fantastic. Yes, but the clamshell sucks to the point where when my. Uh, sister was buying one for her son uh mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she was like do i get a 3ds or do i get a 2ds and i'm like straight up the 3d portion is an absolute gimmick it's garbage you're paying yeah. an extra hundred dollars for something that he's gonna hate like the system itself is built worse than the 2ds the 2ds in every single way is a better console 
The only downside is that because it doesn't clamshell, it doesn't flip shut, you have to take more care of the screen. Yep. That's why I miss uh, flip phones. Like back on back onto like Switch stuff, I would not mind if the Switch Pro or some other Switch iteration was also a dual screen iteration that was not 3D. If it had the hardware close to what a Switch uses, had dual screen capability because some amazing mechanics for games came out on the two uh, on the two screen form factor. Yes. Um both for yeah, the Wii U just, and for the 3DS. Yes. Like they could if they did that, I would be so amazed essentially. Like I I am sure that they've considered it because it's not like they don't know that they're, you know, one of their best selling products of all time. One of the best selling gaming products of all time was the DS line in general. So Part of me wants to say, like, well, what if they did something with the Switch Pro where the base station could talk to the TV and then the Switch itself was on the, well, in your hands? I think the only Mm. issue with that is that with all the processing power in the Switch, they then have to figure out a way to wirelessly transmit gigabits per second of video back to the TV, to the main TV, which is where your main game's going on, and I don't think that's going to work. No. Mm -hmm. Either that, or you have a really long HDMI cable, and nobody wants that. (laughs) No, nobody wants that. But no, I'm like I said, I'm looking forward to whatever the Switch Pro is, just because even the power boost alone will be sort of well appreciated. And then I don't have a 4K TV. I don't care about that. But I, uh, I don't know. It'll be it'll be a good refresh, whatever it is. You've reminded me how salty I was about the 3DS and how wobbly the lid was when I was playing games on it. Thanks for reminding me of that trauma. The XL, the XL is better than the uh, the XL. Apparently, apparently, yeah. but I have a first gen 3DS, and it's just like when it's open and you're playing games, the, the it do fucking it do the wobble. Wobbly. I remember. I remember My the biggest wobble. criticism of the 3DS is because the bottom screen was raised. Yeah. My top screen actually has like the edges the of the bottom screen rubbed into it. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And that is just, like, the biggest oversight by Nintendo. Laptop (laughs) makers have figured that shit out for 20 years before the 3DS existed. What the fuck, Nintendo? Mm. Like I said, incrementally. uh, I still had a lot of fun with the 3DS, though, so whatever. I did, too. Uh, In the same boat, I was recently at a computer hardware store for some reason. Oh, my God. And... No uh, there was an ad up on one of the windows that were advertising. I can't remember the brand or the make or anything, but it was essentially a laptop. But you know, you can see like how a laptop, the screen's always going to take the most, ha- like it, it, it's it's entirely the front, the top half, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then obviously you have the keyboard on the bottom half, but the keyboard doesn't take up all the room. So, and there's always sort of like, about. yeah. So there's always like a, you could call it like a, like a rest uh, for your, your palm rest area, yeah, yeah, your palm resting area. But they instead swap that over to a touchscreen sort of modular thing where they could have like uh, you could maybe draw on it, or maybe it was like touchpad ish, oh. or it could be a secondary mm-hmm. display. Yeah, or, I saw uh, that same poster. I don't and, know and exactly that's where the palm I... rest is. Well, it replaces the palm rest. There's no palm rest area technically. Okay, that's weird. I don't know how I feel Which, about like, that. Which, like, I don't know how... Yeah, I don't know how I feel about it because a palm rest is, like, sort of necessary. Like, mm-hmm. if anything... I don't... Like, I, I, I'm I not going to tell them how to build it because it's weird and I haven't tried it yet. And I probably never will try it because I don't know how, how long it'll really last as a feature in that market. But I've it's not... i touchpad it's not, off because I know it'll, it'll suck. Yeah. But so it's not, like, the be... dumbest thing I've ever... It's not the dumbest thing I've ever seen, for sure. It's just like it, it's curious because we're talking about like it's essentially a giant 3ds with a or a giant 2ds or whatever with a with a keyboard up top instead of like <laughs> instead of just just a capacitive touchscreen, right? As this actually has a better solution. Mm, they that? moved the keyboard down and they put a second screen up like right below where like the other above screen is. Above the keyboard, yeah, that's what I would do. That's what that's I'd also do. a possibility. Yes. With that. That laptop actually has two screens built in. Like, it's just yeah. straight up, like a mm-hmm. dual monitor system in uh, on Windows on a desktop. It has right. two of those. The only catch is that the bottom screen is, like, a small 
ultra wide screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't think it's a screen screen. I think it's more like a function. Um, no, it's setup. an actual screen. It it's not? a second monitor. I haven't seen it. It is a but, legit to shit right. second monitor. And because of that, it actually allows a lot of different functionality. Like you could have Discord down there. You could have, uh, if you were streaming from that laptop, you could have like your, your Twitch and your everything Twitch else. Your Twitch chat? Because monitoring I always there. need that on a separate Disgusting. one. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> Absolutely disgusting. I don't want multiple screens on my devices. I don't want any of it. I've never used a multiple <laughs> screen in my life. It is just such a novel concept that it's it's great because like having two screens, even if the second screen is shitty, mm-hmm. is a game changer. And okay. laptop, all computer manufacturers have known this for ages to the point where back in the 90s, uh, freaking Lenovo had a laptop where the second screen freaking folded out from the first screen. Remember that? Yeah. What a what a little alien creature that one was. It was so weird, and the problem is that they're always so bullshit expensive that nobody buys them. So like a thousand of each gets made ever, and good luck yeah. ever getting one if you actually want it. But like the more you talk about it, it'd be so useful for streaming because if yes. you, if you have this mini little screen, oh, yeah. you could split half of it to be a, like a fake stream deck, and then the other one would be like your Twitch chat or like a bunch yeah. of um, shortcut buttons. Like, of course, you know. like it goes without saying that the, the only problem uh, really with that hardware is that hardware needs to be supported by software. And well, that's the you know, thing. They, can, they, they can create as many sort of displays if they want, but it, you know, if it hasn't really penetrated the market and it hasn't really inspired developers of any kind to In this situation, it, it it's literally not. just a second monitor. So yes, software support but the thing, but the thing, but we're talking it's already about there. like yes and no. I mean, like again, if it's because uh, most of the time it's touch screen as well. Yes. So if it doesn't have that capability, like if they're not really, I don't know. You can you still want to optimize it Windows for that usage. Touchscreens. I know, I know it does. I'm saying that like it's just, but it, if it doesn't a very feel good to use it, use case. Yeah. Mm. It's a very niche use case, basically. For a laptop with a second screen installed, the market you're going for is people who literally need two screens all the time, but not just that's, at home. People who move mean. around all the time, people who like go to conventions or uh, just yeah. need a mobile workstation, and they absolutely need two screens. That at is the market. At what point do you ever not want multiple screens? Uh, when, when I, I have to have carry a eye. second screen. When I is only what? have one eye. If you only have one eye. <laughs> If I if I have to bungee cord the second monitor to the outside of my laptop bag, that's when I don't want a second screen. Yeah, that's it. Uh, so Jay, how many screens do you have now? I only have two. Only two. Only one for each eye. I see. I see. (laughs) That's what I was lizard eye. What are those screens attached to now? Uh, the wall via sockets. And then I hear the they're attached side. to a to a to a fucking erupting geyser of RGB. Yes, I, I hear there First are many all, colors all over other, the room okay. now. Okay, so people who follow the podcast know that I've been building a computer. The computer is finally built. It took me, honestly, it took me a, like a solid ten hours to build this, but not because <laughs> of the regular components. I can build a computer. I've never built a computer with RGB. I am never building a computer with <laughs> RGB ever again. I was this wondering has, if this, this has two controllers. Would cause this reaction in you. Two controllers. Like, Holy shit! It has two controllers. I had to buy a uh, USB header that split into two uh, USB headers, uh, just because it like that's only for data. It doesn't draw any power. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I don't want to talk about all that stuff. That's too technical and it's all crap. It looks beautiful and it runs nice. That's all I need to say. I, I'm monitoring, I've been monitoring, so this is the first podcast we're doing with it. I literally finished it yesterday, or technically this morning. Um, I've been monitoring the temps, I've been monitoring uh, all of the, shall we say, vitals for this computer. Um, I keep on forgetting that I bought 32 gigs of RAM for this, but the video card alone has 26 gigs of VRAM. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, the ratio, that ratio is so messed up because I don't, I don't, I can't tell you how many years I've had like two gigs of 
Well, I don't know, actually. Now that I think about it, I think at one point I must have been close to about 50%. But now that I'm above like two thirds, it's even weirder. Yeah, that's very odd. <clears throat> um, like I remember having is... four gigs of RAM with a one gig card. And that exactly. was amazing at the time. Yeah. And then if you could get like, like I think I had four I and I was... four. And then my last build was eight and six, like eight gigs of VRAM, 16 gigs of RAM. Holy yeah, shit. I just realized something. Mm. There was a very brief period of time where I was running my Vega 64 with eight gigs of RAM. So you had uh-huh. eight and eight? Yes. Ooh. Okay. Which is kind of weird, right? <laughs> oh, very weird. Yeah, very we weird. just kind of say it out loud. Um, but yeah, like like I said, she's she's finally done. Uh, it's got... I, I have changed out almost every component in the base case, including all the onboard fans. Uh, I think I've made it look pretty clean on the inside. Like, I'm sure some other nerd on the internet can be like, well, actually, it could be better. And I'm like, I don't care anymore. The computer works. Your cable ties don't match the case. How could you? You absolute casual. Exactly. Uh, But yeah, it's been good. I haven't run a single game on it yet. Uh, because I haven't had time to. Builds a PC with a 3090. Doesn't game. <laughs> I don't... Why would I use it to game? I'm, I'm. It's my media machine. I'm going to watch movies, probably black and white movies, uh, uh, you know... At you need ori- that 3090. At, at, at non-original resolutions. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I'm... I'm stoked. I'm also sort of just like tired because it took me so long to build. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for context, for context readers, listeners, I don't understand. Uh, Jay tweeted a video of this at 3.30 a.m. when he finally yeah. finished it. So yeah. Jay is a tired But boy. I think I deserved it. I think I deserved to at least share my accomplishment a little bit oh absolutely so would you I would. ever leave this running while you're sleeping at night or is this one of those things where it's so bright that it would probably so yeah first of all i will say that like i do run it in my bedroom some people will be like well you shouldn't but i'm like i sleep with a sleep mask so i do not care oh good the fans the fans are not loud uh i need to set them i need to tune them down a little bit lower i know they can get a little bit lower um but they're all pwm controlled so there's no maximum blow uh, craziness happening nice uh yes so the the short answer is yes i can sleep in the room that i slept last night just fine um i don't leave my computer on anyways most of the time um because i don't know i don't i've never really understood just leaving my computer on the whole time makes sense I'm, I, it's just me uh i got and accessories wise i'm on my new uh mechanical keyboard my new mouse what'd you get for a keyboard again ducky one two. Oh yeah full size it's got silver switches which means that they're actually they're about two thirds or maybe half the uh the 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 activation distance of of a distance of a of reds so like literally i cannot rest my fingers on the keyboard can you give us a smash Give us a key uh, smash. Sh- that ASMR keyboard sounds. <laughs> can you hear that? I hope you can. Nope. No, actually. Nope. Well, that, that means my mic is working. Nice. Wow. <laughs> wow. I'm sure, it'll, it's still, I'm sure it's still picked up a bit, you know. Okay, like, okay. But only the editor um, will be able to hear. Um, mm, yeah. And, and, the, and, oh, the big thing, honestly, that's, like, the most appreciable is, like, I did get new monitors as well, and they are pretty and beautiful and dense with pixel and speed of the refresh and it is nice and yet that i haven't played a game on them 1440p <laughs> meanwhile my yeah. gaming laptop's in the shop and i miss the hell out of it oh but why what did you do you only uh, had it for left... minutes i've only had it for a bare handful of months uh the left speaker has a loose connection i suspect because it starts purring like a cat randomly <laughs> <laughs> No, it actually oh. sounds like it's purring. It's not like an uh, electric buzzing like sound. Purr. It sounds like it's purring. Weird. One of it's my coworkers at work had that exact same thing happen. Was Weird. it a loose connection? Please tell me it was just a loose connection. He doesn't know what happens. It, oh. it, he doesn't know what causes it. It just happens. Has he yeah, and tried that's a thing. to fix it, I guess, is the question? Apparently he has. I don't know the details. 
Okay. Uh, but the weirdest thing is that even if he puts headphones or things in, it still yeah. comes through the speaker. Just yeah, the purring no, aspect. What? Uh, yeah. That Does that happen familiar. to you too, Nance? Well, that's the thing. Whenever I had it plugged into like headphones, my headphone wasn't using the headphone jack. It was coming out through my interface that I use for my microphone, and I have right. my headphones plugged into yeah, the monitor yeah. on that. So the the speakers would have zero reason to engage. But if yeah, I oh, were still plugged into the sound card, maybe that's a little bit different. Maybe, but you never yeah. tried? I've never tried. I've never had reason Weird. to. Because if I'm using my headphones, it's I'm using my microphone. Like, I don't want you to be like kicking yourself about not thinking about trying that just to like di- help diagnose any problems. Because obviously you've sent it in and mm-hmm. you've sent it them in telling them of this problem. But I wonder, mm-hmm. like it, it always helps to have more to diagnose, like be like, and also it's like this when I plug it into the actual audio jack. Isn't yeah. that weird? <laughs> yeah. But like, uh, so the left speaker would just engage and disengage randomly. I would be sitting in the same spot in the same game. And then all of a sudden, everything sounds really loud. And the sound is really clear. And then it dies down again. So for the longest time, I thought that everybody I was hearing on Twitch was just really fucking quiet. That's not why. Oh, <laughs> People no. on Twitch were fine. It was because my speaker wasn't engaging. Oh, no. Oof. Oof. So, I'm so sorry. Um, it's okay. Uh, the only reason I sent it in, because I'm fully capable of dealing with electronics myself, is because that particular chassis is very difficult to open without breaking things. Yes. So mm-hmm. if I'm gonna, if it's already covered under warranty, I'd rather have someone who is licensed, whatever, covered under warranty, to be working Smart. on it and opening it. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. if it, for some reason, this keeps happening after the warranty period then i can 3d print myself an opening tool and i will try and open it myself right yeah uh straight up i've as someone who has disassembled many laptops fuck laptops Mm-hmm. like i will say <laughs> i i hate having to to work on my laptop on that note mm-hmm. i am seriously thinking that my future computers will just be laptops <laughs> Hey. hey i'm like i'm not i'm not like tired of building computers don't get me wrong I, it's not that i don't love pcs like i i enjoy the fact that they give you so much more flexibility if you want to yeah. change some parts out you can if you want to add some more discs like, but you can get space, laptops like can. that too now you yes can get you laptops can like that laptops that are, are fairly modular. modular we're actually we're actually thinking yeah. about putting a new like a second nbme chip in because there is a second slot in our laptops for it and like you know if you're just getting a chip it's not that expensive the only thing i gotta worry about is if the thermal pad is actually in there or if i have to buy myself a thermal pad to stick under the chip but yeah it's one of those things where you're not gonna know until you open it it's it's i i after building this pc and i'm very happy with this pc and everything that comes with it but like there is a certain point in time where you just like you don't need you don't you don't need this anymore. You don't need to put in the time, you don't need to put in like all the thinking about it. You just go and find yourself. In my case, I would probably go for the modular laptop, but mm-hmm. I'm going but like like I don't care if someone builds it for me to a certain extent anymore. You know, like there's a, there's some you I got to move past. I got to move past it. Like there there's already I'm already looking forward to another future of my next computer not needing to do this hey, a little bit you you wanted this as a life goal you accomplished it, it. is congrats it was yeah. well earned i have it's on it's on video and it's on the internet so now I, everyone knows it exists so you can't take yes. that away everyone from. knows there's so much <laughs> rgb in your life right now Too i don't much. know if i'll ever get to that point because i genuinely enjoy uh, building my own PC. Frankensteining. You say you that, like the but you try, you try cross wiring everything for two controllers. It's the worst thing. It took me so long. <laughs> I mean, well, over the course of my current RGB, I've yeah. gone from uh, having a controller with only hardware, uh, hardware yep. capabilities, where instead of uh, using the buttons on the controller because I'd have to open up my case to do that. I instead bought some like actual button switches on Amazon. Uh, took one of the five and a quarter bay front panels from my rig, uh, drilled oh, out holes in the front panel. 
attached oh these switches goodness. to it, soldered the lines heathen. in. Wow. Also that I could just control the RGB from outside wow. the case because this was great. And I had a lot of fun doing that. Uh, I, mean, I actually yeah, messed up my like drill and I had to have uh, Dio's dad. He helped me out with it. He made the, the holes work better. It was great. Oh, and good. then later on, like about a year and a half later, I was like, wait, Corsair actually makes a module that I can just plug into the control that I already have to control mm -hmm. everything through software with USB. This is fantastic. So mm -hmm. I got that. I got mm -hmm. some extra USB strips, too. And now I'm using that. And uh, honestly, I just it was so fun setting all of this up. And now I can have like different RGB profiles for each LED in all of my system. And now now that I have a motherboard that supports it. Uh, I actually haven't gotten the software for it because last time I used it, it actually caused me to blue screen for some reason. Uh, uh, Asrock Polychrome, what the fuck? But if yeah. I ever feel like touching that again, I can install that and sync up my motherboard and RAM RGB to my CPU, uh, my fans, my RGB strips. It's cool. It's cool. Very See, nice. Angelo has the Frankensteining mentality where he likes doing things like that. Like, look at yes. look at in the past year. Look at what he said about the moped, the car, his experiment oh, with making his own e-bike. Like, he's that. I like person. taking my things and actually making them my that, things. Like, that being said, no, no, I absolutely understand that because I'm the same way, but. I, I I'm saying that because like I'm experiencing some fatigue after building this one. That's like that's the oh, only absolutely yeah. right. That's understandable. Um, we'll yeah, we'll like, see what I'm, you think in gonna... like a couple weeks. <laughs> I'm like I need to buy more. It needs to maybe, be bigger. <laughs> maybe in a couple <laughs> weeks you'll be like, you know what? Actually, I need to uh, RGBify my room and plug it into my motherboard header. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I've actually considered like trying to get RGB strips. Uh, attach them to the back of my monitors and route it back into my case. I've legitimately thought about that. That yeah. is doable. As yes, long as the controller doable. has the capacity for it. And it does. Ooh. Interesting. But yeah. It's just a matter of do I really care enough to do it? <laughs> the answer is. Have you ever seen those monitors that have the LED strips in the back and what they do is they project onto the wall the colors of what's currently playing on yes, your screen? Yes, I so yeah. want one of those. I absolutely so cool. want one of those because it's so cool. You think you could just build one? Yes, uh, I have actually watched DIY videos on how to do it. Is that oh, going to nice. be your next project now? No, it's not because I watched that years ago and I was like, that's amazing. But I don't feel like doing all that. I don't. And I don't you... want one of those. I, I. I. haven't. I've never wanted the LED strips on the back. Uh, I'm very particular about my products in general. So it's like, yes, I like RGB, obviously, but RGB needs to say over there. My keyboard is a white LED because I don't want rainbows on my keyboard. But you it can just have non-rainbowing LEDs on your keyboard as long my as my keyboard is a glowing brick of rainbows with the galaxy print uh, keycaps. That no. that is your style, yes. There are there are that is more your speed in certain places. My laptop, um, when it came time to like customize it, like you know, find yourself your fancy new wallpaper for your fancy new gaming machine. I picked one, and then I specifically picked colors that I liked off of the the wallpaper, so like highlight colors, and then I put those on my keys. Nice. So my Very keys nice. like subtly match my wallpaper, and then the next time I change it, I'll do the same thing probably. Nice. But yeah, uh, I don't know. Like we'll we'll see. Like I said, I, I'm I've 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 built it. I'm happy. I need to play games on it to make it to make me appreciate everything. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what the first game is. It might be Cyberpunk because it's got the RTX, obviously. Do it. Go Turn ray way. tracing on and tell me how it looks. Oh, yeah. I got it. Maybe I could just stream on Discord later for you guys. Do it. But maybe. Uh, this episode anyway. of Odafest RGB was brought to you by... <laughs> all, of, all of it is, I'm happy with it. It's done. Uh, you guys saw it. I can throw it away now and just go back. <laughs> <laughs> you saw it. I accomplished it. I can toss it it's away done. now. I'm done. I'm the done. The best part it's about done. the RGB controller is that you can turn off all the lights. That sounds dumb. <laughs> Why would you turn them all off if you have them, though? Yeah. <laughs> but they're there. Uh, now you're just not using them. 
Nancy, I see that you've been doing cooking and baking. Yeah. We don't have too much longer left, but do you want to touch on those real quick before we go but so we can get away from all this tech hell? <laughs> I think you guys know that every year for our extra life thing, you know, when we're yeah. actually having it together, I will bake that um, that cinnamon bread. Hell yeah. It's, and it's I like put it in my sliced. mouth. <laughs> yeah. So those of you who've never seen it, it's like um, pre-slicing your loaf of bread up, slathering cinnamon butter all over in between every slice, smooshing it all together, and then watching it bake. Oh my um, God, that sounds amazing. So I like decided I said, to do a slightly fancier mouth. version with cheese, garlic, and green onion. And oh, it turned nice. out amazing, and now I'm going to keep making it because it makes the house smell amazing. Oh my God. So maybe next, next time we have an extra life um, and I'm, I'm bringing bread. As as a nominable, um, can I just have maybe bread? what I'll do is I'll bring a can savory and now? I'll bring a sweet. <laughs> can Jay can Jay have bread now? <laughs> well, Jay yes, we can go make bread. Yeah. I on if you want to try making green it green onion green onion is one of those weird things where a lot of people don't really appreciate it, but when you notice it when it's not there and it's supposed to be there, or you can find a dish that works better with it. Green onion mm. is an amazing. It is the underappreciated onion. Because everyone always talks about scallions, and everyone always talks about uh, uh, shallots, 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 and then also just regular onions, of course. But people f- sleep on green onion, and that's dumb. Green onion is great. Scallions are great. The non-bulb onions are great. My f- my favorite variation of green onion is the the really big thick boy negi that they use in like Japanese cooking. It's just it's so good. It's just so packed with that green onion flavor. Thick boy. It's that it thick boy one. The greenest. Yeah. And uh, oh, I've been I've been missing hot pot. I haven't gotten any hot pot cuz usually I go I I don't have a hot pot stove thingy at home and that makes me sour sacrilegious as an Asian person, but I also just like going out for hot pot because um I can get all you can eat and what mm-hmm. that really means is all I can meet. All I can uh, eat. Oh yeah, yeah, and I don't want to buy all. I don't really want to buy all the separate ingredients that much, honestly, to make it at home. Like, yeah, you're at home and you get to make it, but it's just like, bro, I'll it's, pay it's you the twenty five dollars so I can put like six pounds of meat into my broth. So my favorite. What are your favorite things? Actually, I want to know first. What so, are your favorite things to put in hot pot? The things that I've been uh, putting in hot pot for the most part, I'll usually get those uh, those uh, short rib strips you can get at the grocery store yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. for for it to be proper i wish they were like sliced thinner but i right. mean i don't have anything that can cut through the bone like that so whatever just, I'll go, just, but, go, just uh, go to asian market another thing that i would like to that i like to use is like uh strip steak or like no skirt steak skirt steak skirt steak. Uh, the problem is like usually at the grocery store they're all way bigger than what i want but right. uh mm. take one of those sear each side cut it thin and then like perfect for the for the for the soup for the broth uh, mm. other things i like to get it's like frozen gyoza just tossing mm. those in there is super good uh and then for like vegetables usually it's just whatever i'm feeling uh some enoki mushrooms or shiitake uh you can you can do a little thing where you can like cut the little cross to the top and it's like it'll, it just looks fancy yeah, uh, the little flower thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, i'm bok choy or carrots always work good Mm-hmm. I've never done carrots. <laughs> the but thing I mean, about carrots, carrots is they take like so much longer to cook. Yeah. They do. But they, they, they just belong in soup. Like carrot is like you put it in soup. Yeah. You just I... thin sliced daikon. That goes really well yeah. in soup. I, uh, I'm much more traditional in mine. Like I, I like the meats, the lambs, the porks, the, the lambs. beefs. Yeah. Uh, especially the like lambs. the meatballs. Uh, the meatballs, especially like the beef meatballs, I yes. love the, the beef ones meatballs. with the nice like so cracked good. pepper in it. Yes. Okay. And yes. then, um, and fish balls too. I like getting in a little bit of the napa cabbage. Napa yep. cabs are good. Yeah. The uh, the enoki mush. Yep. And uh, that's like honestly, that's like off the top of my head, that's like my main thing. I like having a raw egg in my in my dip. That's a big. Oh thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done that too. Um, uh, I like if, having the the fermented tofu in there as well, just mixed in. Oh, yep, yep, yep. I'm down for the fermented tofu, mm-hmm. and a little bit of uh, uh, not Chechuan. What am I thinking of? Satay. 
saute in there and in your yeah. soup or in your sauce in my sauce this is in my your sauce. sauce yeah yeah that's that's like I'm, a good I'm, place to and then go. a little sea mm. yeah, yeah. maybe a maybe little a little bit of sesame bit of, oil uh, sesame oil yep i was just about bit. to say yep mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's 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 me i'm a, i'm pretty simple when it comes to hot pot it's more like i just want a lot of the things i <laughs> i like on the side, I like to have a little bit of rice noodle, like whole fun. Just a little bit of that, oh. you know, in between all of the servings of meat. Yes. I'll also get, I'll also get like udon. Udon. Yeah. No, udon, I do well, udon the thing, at like, the end. I do udon yeah, at the, at end. the yeah. end. at you the noodles, end. Yeah. Noodles at the end. You Once you've gone through all the food that you're eating, you toss mm-hmm. in the noodles and they'll soak up a lot of the broth and then you yeah. just like slurp it up. Yeah. And yeah. it's like that soup at the end is like the best because, because it's, it's like, got all that stuff in it. It's all yeah. the food. Yeah, it doesn't look All good because it hasn't been like filtered well and it hasn't been like tended to like you would with a broth. Yeah, but, but it's amazing. In terms of like actual flavor, like mm-hmm. you'd be hard pressed to find a better a better soup. To be oh, honest. Oh God, yeah. Well, now I have to go make hot pot. God damn it. <laughs> no, you have bread and a hot pot. And Jay has nothing. I can't <laughs> eat this computer. I can't Slurp eat this. Slurp up thirty ninety. I'm going RGB to start. <laughs> I'm going to starve. <laughs> I think we should have hot pot as our first gathering when we're allowed to gather again. I'm, I'm down for that. I'm so down. I I've, I don't want to get into this too much because we're we, we're going to wrap up real quick here. But the thing that I like, I was hoping a lot, a lot, a lot of people have different hopes and dreams and things to do for last year, including myself. But I've really come down to it where it's like if there's anything I can do. I just want a big a big party. Like I'm not saying I would get super wasted and like drink off your ass party, but if that's what you want to do at this party, by all means. But the intent of the party is just to celebrate all the things that we missed. Yeah. And and like the <laughs> like and, like birthdays, so retire- like the, every everything that yeah, like it would have like every component of every party I I've either been to or hosted. Like there's Yes, alcohol. Yes, duck. Yes, food. Yes, karaoke. So yes, like we have like, cake. We have ice Ooh, karaoke, cream. We have karaoke. Hot we have yeah, presents. yeah. I, exactly. Like, and it doesn't even have to be anything major. Like in terms of all the other, like stuff, it's just like the, the components are all there, and we and we can yeah. be happy together again. You know, together being the yeah. operative word. But yep. we're in 2021, and it's been already a very interesting week <laughs> or so. And I don't it's think it's going to get any week less. Where nothing at all has happened. No, not at all. Nothing just the things at that all. we talk about. Yep, yep, just those things. Absolutely. But thank you for listening. We this was a bit of a hurricane episode, uh, but we had fun doing it, and we had when we hope you had fun listening to it. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. yeah. Goodbye, everybody. Have Goodbye. a good one.